When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing. I'm Dr. Mike, host of Going There. It was the first song where I wrote about how I felt like my depression was killing me and I didn't want it. Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell, Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Barty Strange. There was something there that was so raw, where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by SoundMind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Eva Strauss, and you're listening to Beyond the Boys Club on Consequence. Nita Strauss has accomplished a Billboard chart feat not seen in over three decades. How crazy is that? Check this out. The guitarist who plays in Alice Cooper's live band reached number one on the mainstream rock airplay ranking with her solo single Dead Inside, making her the first female solo artist to conquer the tally in 32 years. 32 years. How crazy is that? I love it. In addition to Alice Cooper's band, she actually left the band and joined up with the Demi Lovato's band, went on tour with Demi, and now she's back with Alice Cooper. And she has two solo records out now. Her first one was called Controlled Chaos, and that was totally instrumental. But her new one, The Call of the Void, has vocalists on it, which is very different. And a lot of big names like Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, David Draymond of Disturbed, and more. I have seen Nita with Alice Cooper, I want to say twice. And I had heard a lot about her. I heard her music. I knew she was in the Iron Maidens and was just killer. But I had no idea what a great performer she is because it's one thing to be awesome on the record and have great guitar solos. But she's an amazing performer. She was just up there with Alice Cooper. And you know his stage show. It is crazy. It's theatrical. She had blood on her and like crazy makeup and just going at it on the stage. And she really has a great charisma on stage. So very excited to talk with her about all the stuff that she's been up to. So my first question is, when you were out with Demi Lovato, she's obviously more of a pop act. How is that different from being on tour with a heavy metal act like Alice Cooper? You know, to be honest with you, it wasn't all that different. I think maybe if I had joined Demi, you know, in a different phase of her career, it would have been a much more different experience. But Demi's new record is quite heavy. You know, she's going into more of a rock phase of her career, you know. She's a rocker, metalhead at heart. So we really did a straightforward rock show. You know, even her older pop hits were reimagined into rock versions. And actually, she's got a whole record out coming called Revamped coming out this month where she's actually re-recorded all of her 
a lot of her pop songs as heavier rock versions. So that's the phase that she's in right now. And I was just excited to get to bring some, some rock heat to it. Yeah, that's great. And so would you say Alice Cooper is really supportive of his band members going on and doing other projects and then their own solo stuff? Incredibly supportive. Yeah, he always has been. He is featured on my my solo record called The Void. He's done features with a lot of the other band members. He's always been very encouraging of us to go out and do other things. So yeah, very, very supportive. What was it like coming back to his band after being away for a while? Oh, it was so easy. You know, I've been playing with you know, the guys in this band almost 10 years now. So when I took a step back, they didn't have a ton of touring. I didn't miss very much. You know, I think it was about a month of shows that I missed. So really, we just picked right back up where we left off. And of course, you have the new solo record out and your debut solo record, Controlled Chaos, was instrumental. Now you have a lot of really cool vocalists on your current one, The Call of the Void. I'm wondering what was the idea behind that massive change? Oh, it just sort of seemed like a natural progression, natural next step. You know, you always have to keep moving, keep pushing forward and growing as an artist. And uh, definitely pushed me far outside my comfort zone. The instrumental stuff is sort of my bread and butter, where my heart is at. So it was a really, really great exercise for me to work with these different vocalists, you know, lots of different styles of music. You know, everyone from Alice to Lizzie Hale to Chris Motionless and Dorothy and David Draymond of Disturbed. So many different incredible collaborations that just made me grow and made me better as an artist. The album does feature a lot of strong women like Lizzie Hale, Alyssa from Arch Enemy, Dorothy, and as you mentioned, a bunch of them. So was it important for you to get powerful women on this album? It was really important, but it wasn't like a sort of like raw, raw battle call. You know, I just love all of those vocalists. You know, I, I think I have a pretty even ratio of male vocalists and female vocalists. And it wasn't like I have to have it split down the middle because that's what's fair. Just like I picked who I liked and that's how it worked out. You also, as you mentioned, you do have a lot of male vocalists too. Like Alice Cooper, of course, is on there. David Draymond from Disturbed, Chris Motionless. What was it like working with those artists in this setting? And what do you think it says about you as a musician, that they all wanted to be a part of your record. Oh my gosh, it's, it's such an honor. I mean, you know, to call up Anders Frieden from my favorite band, In Flames, and say, hey, I wrote a song that kind of has an In Flames vibe, like, would you want to sing on it? And then he said yes, <laughs> you know, like, and then I, I got to have a song that sounds like my favorite band with the singer of my favorite band. I mean, this is, it's crazy. I pinch myself all the time. I just, I feel so, so lucky. Every single day, I feel lucky. Do you have someone that you would love to work with that you've never had that chance yet that just for your next record, you're like, I really want to work with that person? So many. I feel like the wish list is endless. <laughs> you know, I, I would love to branch out and go both sides of the spectrum, you know, go even heavier and go even more mainstream. You know, I think we will definitely have some, some surprises in store and even surprises for me. I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. Do you have a favorite track to perform live off the new record? Ooh, they're all fun. You know, I, I write songs that are meant to be played live. I've been touring. This is my 21st year touring professionally. And so I started as a teenager. And now, you know, here I am, you know, in Toronto drinking my Tim Hortons and, you know, getting ready to play in you know, a show tonight with Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. And The Road is just what I know. We wrote a whole album about it. Alice's latest album is called Road. And so I like writing songs that are meant to be performed live. So they're all fun. I want to go back a little bit to your youth. What got you started with guitar playing and who were some of your very early inspirations? So my dad was my first sort of inspiration and push to start playing. My dad was a touring musician as well. 
So he's the one that got me my first guitar and taught me my first chords and everything. And from there, I was very heavily inspired by like the sort of virtuoso shred style players, Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, Jason Becker, Marty Friedman, Jennifer Batten, really just these guitar players that are so incredibly technical and talented, but also made what they were doing look like fun, you know, like charismatic and exciting and not just like serious and, you know, technical. But that's that's what I really like is that blend of technique and showmanship. Were there any women early on that made you think, you know what? It's not just guys up there. I can go up and do that too. Yeah, definitely. The first one was the great Jennifer Batten. She was the first female player that I saw that I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. You know, I saw footage of her playing at the Super Bowl with Michael Jackson. And she was just, you know, as I said before, that perfect blend of technique and like showmanship and charisma. And she's blonde hair flying everywhere you know, on the biggest stage in the world with the biggest star in the world. And I just thought, wow, like there's another blonde girl out there that's doing that. And like, if she can do it, I can do it. So before joining Alice Cooper's band, you were in the Iron Maidens. And I'm wondering, how did that kind of hone your technical skills? Because obviously covering Iron Maiden tracks, that is boot camp. Totally. Yeah, it was really, really fun. I toured a lot, you know, with so many different artists. I was, I toured with Jermaine Jackson. I toured with a band called Earth Blood Black. I toured with my own, you know, bands and stuff. And then playing in a tribute band was a whole new experience for me because you really have to get those songs and get the subtleties and the nuances because Iron Maiden fans don't play, you know, like they <laughs> want to hear the songs, the way that the songs are written and recorded. Um, it was not an easy style of touring the way that they do. You know, it's a lot of flights. It's not like, you know, I'd rather be on a bus than on a plane any day because you can sort of get in a routine, you know, where all your stuff is all the time, you know, you leave your phone charger plugged into the bus and your pajamas on the on the pillow and everything is sort of in its place all the time. If you're flying to every show, it's chaotic. You know, every day you're like, you have to wake up and pack up and go to the airport and go through security and make sure you don't forget anything. And it's, it's a chaotic style of touring. So boot camp in every sense of the word. Are you doing mostly planes these days on tour? Uh, no, mostly bus. Okay, cool. So <laughs> that makes a little... easy peasy my phone <laughs> charger is downstairs plugged in <laughs> i finish the show i take my makeup off i go to the bus my pjs are folded on the on the pillow change plug the phone in go to sleep no fuss no mice wake up in the next city oh love it that's great <laughs> life yeah. on the road <laughs> yes now coming back to the present you recently got engaged to your longtime boyfriend josh who's also your drummer yeah and manager let's see that ring yes girl <gasps> Oh, that's beautiful. I love the, is that a halo? I think it's called. It is. Yes. Oh, he picked that out too. Wow. But what congratulations. He picked it out. I had nothing to do with picking it. Yeah. Well, and he proposed to you during your uh, album release show, which I think is pretty much the coolest way to get proposed to. So what was that moment like? The best ever, the the best ever, ever, ever. Uh, It was the the best day of my life. Honestly, like I don't think that there has ever been a day that is a more complete day because I have dedicated my whole life to my career and having it, you know, on the record release, you know, we were in LA. So you get the chart numbers a little early because the chart numbers come out at midnight on East Coast. So like we had a really strong digital debut. You know, we found out that the song debuted at number one on the iTunes rock chart. We debuted right behind Taylor Swift. Like it was like three Taylor Swift albums and then us on the regular iTunes. So like, one, two, three is Taylor Swift and number four was me. If she had not dropped a record that day, we would have come out at number one on that too. So like we were just riding the professional high. The show went great. My, you know, my parents were there. His mom was there. My sister was there. 
all of our friends and family and loved ones. It, it couldn't have been more perfect. It's the best day ever. That's great. It's kind of like that perfect combo of both your professional life and personal life having a wonderful moment. Totally. And it's so rare that you get to have that. You know, I find that really there's this very strong line in the sand of like, this is your professional life and this is your personal life. And you really have to create space for each of them. So it was, it was so nice. And it was so thoughtful of him to create that moment for me. Cause you know, we've been together a long time. I would have been happy with any proposal, but the fact that it was like all of our friends and family, and we had, you know, a ton of fans that flew in from all over the country to be there for the record release and to just share it with everybody. It was, it was incredibly special. That is so beautiful. Well, I'm really happy for you. And what's it been like to have Josh in your life for so long as a partner? It's been amazing. He is, we joke a lot that he's like more, he's like more of the Dita Strauss brand than I am because he's the manager, he's the drummer, he's the boyfriend, you know, he's like, he wears all the hats in my life except like the actual guitar playing, you know, <laughs> I do that part, he does everything else. So I'm just so grateful to have such a good support system, such a, he's a, such a visionary, he has such interesting creative ideas for stuff for me to do that most managers would never think of, you know. Not many just managers that are representing guitar players would be like, well, let's go see if your hometown NFL team wants a guitar player because no other NFL team has a guitar player. Why would they want one? But that's where Josh's mind goes. And he contacted the Los Angeles Rams and got me in with them. And they eventually hired me full time to be their guitar player for the team. And now I have a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> like, And these are just things that you know wouldn't have happened without him and his ideas and his visions of seeing more for me than just being someone's guitar player. That's amazing. Yeah. And you want to get that with another manager because he obviously, you know, is with you on a personal level too. So it makes sense that it's just a great fit. Yeah. You know, you have that level of trust where like everything we're doing, we're doing together. You know, we we're building our life together. So he's always going to have our best interests at heart and what's, you know, what's important for not just my career, but what's going to be good for us in the long term. Definitely. That's a good point. So you've been on the scene for a good while now. Have you had any struggles being accepted as a woman in the metal and hard rock world, especially maybe early on when it was a little bit more different? Early on, it was definitely more difficult. I love where we're at now in the scene because there are so many incredible women in all facets of rock and metal. You know, it's like, it's not just one position in the band or it's not just, you know, one style of music. There are badass women doing everything, you know, from sound design, lighting design, guitar, bass, drums, vocals, keyboards, you know, tour managing, merch, content creation, like every facet of our industry. I know like badass, competent, amazing women. And that's that's really, really cool. It's a cool time to be a girl in our scene. Have you noticed a big difference in the number of women in the scene today versus when you started out? Are there more women? Massive difference. Yeah. I've done so many tours where I was like really the only girl around. And on the Demi tour, for example, we were on a bus of all women. Like that has never happened for me. This is like, it's unheard of and unprecedented to have a bus of all girls. And, uh, you know, it's an all female band and so many women on the crew. And, you know, even off of our bus on the different buses, there was, you know, women working there as well. So it's just it says a lot about Demi and the type of tour that she runs that she has so many women in different positions. And even on my solo tour, I was, I would say it's like half and half 50/50, you know, it's a smaller tour of course, but I think I have like 
five guys and six girls on my bus. It's just easy. It's easy to find. And you're not necessarily going, I have to hire someone because they're a girl. They really are just like the best and the easiest to get along with. And easy to get along with is important (laughs) when you're picking people for a tour. Do you feel a kinship with other women in the business? Yeah, of course. I think we've all kind of gone through similar things. It's not so different to meeting somebody from your hometown in the business or, you know, meeting someone. We just sort of have this shared experience. So, you know, I'm I'm from the Valley in LA. So like if I met someone from the Valley, I'd be like, oh my God, I used to go there. I used to eat here. You know, I used to play shows there. And it's kind of the same thing, finding other women in this industry. You're like, oh my God, I used to work with this person and I have this kind of story. So it's just that sort of shared experience. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And looking towards the future, you are heading out on tour with Wolfgang Van Halen, of course, and his band Mammoth WVH. What can fans look forward to on that run? That is a great bill. So excited. I'm a huge fan of Wolfgang's and of Mammoth's. I love the stuff that he's doing. It's definitely going to be a guitar-heavy tour, which we love. I love going out with other guitar players. So uh, me and my band are so excited. I cannot wait for that one. Were you a big fan of Eddie Van Halen, and did he inspire your guitar playing at all? Of course. I mean, Eddie Van Halen is the the innovator of so much that we do as guitar players. Every time I go out and do a solo, even if I'm not particularly saying like, oh, let me put a Van Halen bit in, someone goes, oh, I love that Van Halen bit you did there. I love that Van Halen bit that you did here, because it's it's just so synonymous, this sort of like two-hand tapping, very fluid kind of style that so many of us do now and he was the first the first to popularize it so absolutely huge influence so how did that tour come together with wolfgang um it's not such an exciting story i think the agents just kind of okay i thought maybe you know (laughs) know, you saw you or (laughs) no we don't really know each other i have seen him play with mammoth before but no I, i wish i had a better story for you it was just sort of like agents agents and offers and businessy things Yeah, I know. That's fine. So tell me about the time that you did see him on tour. We played a festival with them. I I actually found out later, I think it was one of their first shows, which is insane because they were so good. But we did a festival in Atlanta called Shaky Knees. And uh, Wolfgang was there with his band and I was there with Alice Cooper. And we went over and watched them from the, wasn't like the actual side of the stage, but it's just sort of like the crowd area off to the side. 
they were just like transcendently good. So much fun. Like, you know, the songs are so good. He is such a talented singer and guitar player. So yeah, totally blown away by that. Uh, I actually just went back when the tour got announced and went back and found some of my videos from that. I was like, ah, chef's kiss. So good. Can't wait to see it every single day. What is touring with your solo project like versus what you do with Alice Cooper? They seem very different stage shows, I would say. Very different stage shows, very different set of responsibilities. The nice and convenient thing about being on tour in someone else's band is really your only responsibility is to show up and play guitar. You know, no one is depending on you for anything except that. So just show up, be on point, play well, perform well, and that's kind of it. You know, with the solo music, you know, it's, first of all, it's a lot of stuff going on throughout the day. I'm constantly doing press and stuff every morning. So I have to like lock everybody out of one part of the bus and make sure that it's quiet in there so I can sit and do interviews and stuff and promote the tour and sell the tickets. Because at the end of the day, you know, unless it's a tour like the Wolfgang tour where we're supporting someone, if it's just me on the bill, like I'm the only one that has to make sure there are people there, (laughs) you know? So if it's successful, it's credited to me. If it's not successful, if nobody shows up, it's my fault. So it's like you have this added level of responsibility of like, I'm only one person and I have to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to create that that hype and that draw for the show. Um, you know, of course, I do VIP meet and greet where that's, you know, that takes up another big chunk of the day, which is really fun. I love doing it. But, you know, it's another added responsibility. And then the show itself is so technical. It's like it's such so much guitar playing compared to an Alice Cooper show where it's like a lot of rhythm playing and a lot of, you know, solos here and there. The solo band, it's like kind of like it's on 10 the whole time, but both really fun. So what advice would you have for upcoming musicians, especially women who want to get into the rock and metal world? I would say my best piece of advice for women and also really for anybody that applies to everybody is that you really have to have a thick skin. Because we as artists are naturally not the most thick-skinned people. You know, it's hard to pour your heart into something and then have people shit on it. You know, it's hard to give everything that you have into this piece of art, whether it's, you know, a piece of music or a painting or anything, and then have people be like, well, that sucks. You know, she wouldn't have any attention if she wasn't a girl or blah, 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 you know. So you really just have to learn to tune out that noise. Um, like I have a song with Lizzie Hale on the record called Through the Noise. And you really do have to just cut through the noise and find your path and stick true to what you want to do. And if you're doing the music that you want to do, if you're proud of it, if you're putting your all into it and you're doing it your, your own way on your own terms, that's you can be proud of that and just make sure not to listen to the detractors too much. Oh, that's really good advice. I mean... I always felt like having quote unquote detractors or haters or whatnot is simply a sign that you're out there because if someone's well known, they're going to, it's going to be there. There's literally no one well known who doesn't have that, that they have to deal with. Oh, exactly. You know, you can look at videos of the greatest guitar players in the world on YouTube and there's still going to be people in the comments going, oh, I'm sloppy. You know, like (laughs) I hate it. It's just, it, you know, it can be the the fastest, most incredible technical music in the world. And people are like, it has no soul. It's too fast. And then (laughs) it can be a a beautiful, soulful blues song. And they're like, oh, you can't play fast. There's no technique. You know, it's like, People will complain about anything. You just have to do what you love. You have to make music that you love. You have to do what you're proud of and follow your own path. And if you're happy with what you're doing, then that's the only important thing. Yeah, very well put. So what else is next for you for this year and going into next year? 
I am going to finish out the fall with Alice Cooper. We're on the Free Song Parade Tour right now with Rob Zombie, Ministry, and Filter. Super, super fun, Bill. We're having a great time out here. And then we have an Ellis headliner after this in October, and then finish that out with some more Rob Zombie shows. Then my solo band goes right out with the Mammoth Wolfgang and Halen tour, which we're so excited about. And then I'm wedding planning. Then I'm going to get married. Yay! <laughs> so we, of course, are submitting for a lot of tours next year with, with my solo band. We really want to get out there and do a lot of support tours if we can. We would love to get out on tour with some other bands and show new fans what we do instead of, you know, just doing headline shows all the time. So I think our main focus on the solo front is going to be trying to get on tour with other bands. Alice Cooper 2024 is also shaping up to be quite busy. So another busy year on the road and uh, at least a couple weeks off for some personal stuff. Yeah, I see you guys with Disturbed because then you can sing your song with David Raymond. So wouldn't that be perfect? Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. Disturbed. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. I'm putting it out there. Yes. <laughs> and then have you thought about a third solo record yet? I have thought about it quite a bit. I haven't put anything into motion yet. It takes me a long time to write. I am not historically one of those musicians that just pours out music endlessly. It's it's like pulling teeth for me to get these <laughs> songs out. So I think once I have a little time off the road, hopefully at the beginning of next year in January, um, that's going to be really my first break in, you know, 10 months or so, my, my first break of being off the road. So once that happens, I think I'll regroup a little more and probably start getting into that creative headspace again. But right now I'm just kind of barreling down this this last part of the year of touring and trying to finish strong. Yeah, you sound like someone who definitely has to be inspired as opposed to like, oh, someone who just turns out songs as almost a job or something. Totally. I have to, you know, you can't just wait for the muse to come, you know, and that's, I think, my biggest one of my biggest setbacks as a musician is like I'm like oh, I'm, not, I'm not inspired I can't possibly write today like you can't really be like that I, I really just need to like sit and, and create and stop waiting for the inspiration to come to me so that's something I'm going to work on in the coming the coming months and years is just sitting down and writing and not just saying like oh I feel creative today I guess I'll make some music right <laughs> do you think you'll have vocalist again or aren't you sure I think I will. Yeah, I think this is a good format for me. I'm definitely not ready to put aside the instrumental music at all. The instrumental stuff is still sort of where my heart is at as an artist. But I loved the challenge of pushing myself with the vocal song. So I'm definitely very excited to keep doing that. Great. Well, I cannot wait to hear it and definitely look forward to seeing you out on tour and everything. And congrats again on getting engaged. I want to see a rock star wedding. <laughs> yes, we are... We're planning a good one. Um, I am just deep in wedding planning now. So like all of my free time, I wish you could see my computer behind you because like all of my tabs open are like wedding florists and wedding bands and different <laughs> things, you know, just figured out our venue and now like booking all the other things. So there's a lot to do, a lot of logistics in uh, a new way that I was not aware of. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun project. You can always have Alice Cooper perform at your wedding. You know, uh, a lot of people have said that. <laughs> and you're like, no, it's I don't it's think I want him to work. Exactly. <laughs> right. I might, you know, maybe I'll ask him to give a reading or something. I don't know. Oh, perfect. Well, Nita, it has been awesome hanging out with you. And congrats again on getting engaged and on the amazing new music. Cannot wait to talk again. And yeah, thanks for hanging. Thank you so much for having me. Nita Strauss of Alice Cooper's band, Thank you for being on the show. You are amazing. And what a down-to-earth, 
person. I love how she described getting engaged. I mean, the way she just lit up talking about it and showing off her ring. And it just seems like her fiance put a lot of thought and care into how he was going to do it. And like we talked about, it's not many times in life where you feel that career pinnacle and also a personal pinnacle at the same time. I also thought it was really cool to talk with Nita Strauss about being the official guitarist for the LA Rams. And she's right, I never would have thought of that. She says she never would have, but it's really cool that her fiance manager had that idea. And I've seen her out there with the Rams because I'm a huge NFL fan. I just, I love football. So I, and as a Lions fan, Matthew Stafford, of course, is the LA Rams quarterback. So I've seen Nita Strauss doing her thing out there and she just she shreds and it is awesome to see a woman out there on the field doing her thing and being a part of the NFL and I think it's great that her fiance is such a big supporter of her success and finally I thought it was great how she talked about her success as a guitarist and how she never really viewed herself as a woman guitarist or whatnot and she feels just like she works with people and everyone's a person and it was just cool to see that she never really I mean in the beginning she mentioned that she did of course it was harder for her because when she started out there were hardly any women doing this but it sounds like she really got past that and that today she's seen for and respected for being the guitarist she is not just the female guitarist that she is and then of course check out her new solo record Call of the Void do not miss it it's Ann Erickson on Beyond the Boys Club on the Consequence Podcast Network. If you don't subscribe yet, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble with me. So go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah, it's free. It's fun. And you'll be instantly notified of the next show. Until next time, have a great one and keep rocking. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.